1: This episode of Heroes of the Horn is brought to you by Lord James and Oshiman of the Black Tower. He will not yield even when hope is gone.
0: Welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir
1: Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. Welcome to our Wheel of Time book club. The horn has sounded and we have answered the call. Today we are covering The Great Hunt chapters 28 through 34.
0: Woo, as you know, you and I were talking um, just beforehand, before we started recording here. And this is the first time, let me, maybe this isn't the first time, maybe I've said this before which I probably maybe if I go back and listen I say this every episode but yeah. <laughs> the first time I've actually felt a little overwhelmed right it's like yeah. you know we were talking about how uh there's a lot of the not necessarily plot movement here but a lot of world building so it's like wow there's just a lot of new pieces new characters new things introduced here i had to actually like listen to this cha- listen to this reading are reading today twice uh yeah. go back and be like hold on who are some of these people what are some of these things that are going on um you know we've got some new characters right like the San chan and yeah uh yeah just a lot of a lot of new things man we're we're oh, deep yeah. into deus de mar tom's yeah. got some uh some troubles going on <laughs> he has some pretty great moments rand's being yeah. uh you know uh let me let me see here Pers- trying to he's almost uh there's some women trying to persuade Rand. Uh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. And yeah, all of this well, stuff. So yeah, it's,
1: yeah. And it, it's like you say, it doesn't really, um, there's not like a lot of movement or plot prog- progression. Um, because li- at least in this, in this batch of chapter, this chapters that we have here, right? Yeah. Cause like the first two, I think we're going to take chapters 28 and, and 29 and slow down just a little bit. Um, because they do introduce two different kind of cultures right. and we can kind of talk about those. So yeah, we almost like divert, slow down, calmer down for a second and learn more about this world, uh, and then move on. So it's, it's weird, you know, like it happens sometimes where like a character moves on ahead, then they stall, we do some more world building and then we'll catch up this other group with that character, you know? So that's kind right. of exactly what happens in this, in this, uh, 28 through
0: 34. So right Uh, right right right. yeah Yeah, but it's great i mean it's good you know it's just gosh man a great tom maryland moment uh you know i really just love i really really love tom although he and rand's relationships uh, it's a little rocky right now (laughs) to say the least um not as much nine i didn't think uh, man i mean 19 wave 19 and iguane i mean Lan and moraine they weren't even really in this block so
1: no yeah yeah this is uh and that that happens. like you'll go through these these uh, periods of time where we really don't get much uh, of certain characters. They'll go somewhere, they're off learning doing something um, and then they'll come then back we, we uh, come back. yeah, they'll, they'll be augmented in some way. they've learned something and and we pick up on that pretty quickly. And it's believable I mean, because we just I don't know it, it, like it happen. it doesn't happen like a lot, but when it does happen, it happens enough to where it happens with Moraine. Uh, And then like she like she's having like we're not getting a lot of her right now. Uh, And then, you know, later, maybe that'll happen to another character, but not like, oh, it won't be more rain over and over again. You know what I mean? Like this happens. I think it's just really well, really well done. Actually, I think Robert Jordan knows how to kind of pace that and and situate everything in in his story. So it feels still feels good to us. And then it leaves us wondering. We're thinking like, okay, what are those characters doing while Rand is in? Kyrie in and and uh, tracking down the horn so right but anyways yeah so we'll get into that here in just a little bit but uh, first of all how you been man how's it going
0: man I am good busy day today today was the first time I've, I've been to a grocery store my gosh since March end of March because yeah. uh, my girlfriend's a nurse so we've just kind of you know I've been staying at home because that way you know she's the one that's out there so obviously less kind of potential to get you know covid and all yeah. that stuff so uh but today was our my first time going because we bought like um you know like the canopy like a tent kind of a thing for the backyard uh nice so we can we so when when we can have people over and stuff again we we can because our old one blew over in the wind it broke so anyway so i needed to go so i could lift that um crazy man you know it's just weird um warm a mask everything costco you got to wear a mask my gosh, man. I'm let me say something here real quick. Okay. Yeah. You know those people that people make fun of on on Facebook with the pool noodles, right? And they're like, so they keep everybody six feet away. Yeah. I think those people are on to something. Because <laughs> you, nobody's <laughs> staying six feet away there. I mean, everyone's just running oh. around doing their thing and it's like, hey, okay now So right, right. I, I'm shout out to the pool noodle people because I think I think <laughs> they're on to something.
1: Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's interesting. So for me, you know, I I just went back to, um, to school today for, for like the first time. And right. yeah, it was the first time. And it was odd. I realized like where our mailbox area is where we all go to get our mail. It is such a small, tightly confined right. space that like, if you see somebody in there it used to just be you'd walk by, walk right around them, we'd be real close to each other, you know, reaching over top of somebody to grab your mail or whatever. Um, and it just, it just, things are changed, you know. So now we're all like, there's a line waiting to go into the office. It's like, okay, you guys wait here. Let two go in. Then when those two are out, you two are in. It, it just it's crazy stuff like that where you start to notice um, all these areas where there was a lot of potential to spread, uh, you know, the flu or whatever, or right. you know, germs and stuff. So yeah, it's crazy. It's been it's been different, but um, I'm hoping that I'm hopeful that that things are going to be uh you know looking better and just that everyone continues to you know take it serious and and to take care of yourself and take care of your family uh so yeah just just yeah. wild times but crazy um, crazy but yeah, yeah. Other than that
0: yeah. man i'm good you do and You're you're doing all right
1: yeah yeah things good uh things are great actually uh kind of getting ready for the summer and really the summer is honestly going to be more quarantine for me that yeah. seems crazy but like I, for, for the first, this is the first summer. And I think about, uh, eight or seven years where I'm not going to be doing like summer school and work, you know, that kind of thing or coaching. So I'm actually really excited. I was supposed to go to Scotland. That got canceled, uh, with my dad, my dad and I were going to go big, big trip for us, but that's all good. And I'm just going to find a way to do like maybe a mini, you know, um, road trip, just driving, just sightseeing, staying in the car or something like that and then yeah making more content we have been having an absolute blast um uh,
0: we've been hammering just uh, away is the is the yeah, way to say it yeah
1: yeah we have it just like with our youtube and uh doing some stuff fun stuff i'm working on some more patreon stuff uh for our heroes here and once this summer again like i said give me like a week or two here and i'll be i'll be really uh ha- hammering down on that but so we kind of as we move from a hero's welcome into the village council Oh, we, I kind of wanted to talk about some of the stuff we are doing on YouTube because we're we're talking more about the TV show a little bit and we've done some speculation over there. Thank you to everyone who has gone and subscribed. By the way, it's been awesome to see everyone's support and uh, you know the, the comments that you guys leave. And it's new, it's something different that we're we're trying, but we're excited. And uh, I don't know, it just it just feels really good to be to be doing uh, that type of content there. So if you if you haven't subscribed on YouTube and you'd like to, uh, just type in. Heroes of the Horn on YouTube, and you'll find us pretty quickly. Uh, we'll be the top top search there, and you can subscribe uh, to our channel because we're make, making a lot more of those videos. But, Sir Matt, we've been talking about Season 1. We talked about, um, gosh, a couple of different things. I mean, uh, gain. We talked about mm-hmm. gain for a little bit and his role and how it may be uh, increased in Season 1, which is crazy because, I mean, you're reading these books right now, and I remember saying to you, like, you know, the talk is – that his character is going to be uh, increased, or some of his story is going to start beforehand, and and you have not, um, as we're rec- recording this, learned much about him. And we haven't so really sort of seen like, him much. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's shocking to you, I think, that that would be a character
0: we would, you know, it just doesn't even you know, t- like you, right. you. You don't see it, right? I mean, it's just not. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that. We've talked. I mean, we just talked about where do we think they're gonna go? How many? You know, how many episodes? You know, just all that kind of stuff to breaking down any little tidbit we get of the, you know, whether the director says something or an actor says something. What can we kind of piece together to to kind of see how's it how's it going to look? How's it going to go? How's this how's this TV show going to go? I mean, there are countries are now starting to let people film and stuff. So stay tuned. I mean, uh, you know, we may get a teaser trailer or something here soon. I mean, it's possible.
1: Oh, that would be so awesome! I would be so stoked because I I, I can already tell just by uh, Rafe Judkins' sort of like reaction to what he has seen and the way they're doing channeling and yeah. rain and he's like, you just have to see it in like like finished up. Like he doesn't want to show any behind the scenes stuff because he's like, you're gonna want to see this and be just blown away. And I'm I'm all for it. And and by the way, I think I mentioned this last time. But I am very impressed the more uh, that I learn about Rafe Judkins and I learn about um, the the team and and the directors and the cast. I'm very impressed and I'm actually starting to think this is like I've always thought it was going to be really big. It was going to be a great production uh, because Amazon's putting a lot of money into this and it seems like it's going to be a big deal. But I am just more and more blown away by how careful they've been, how much uh, thought and effort they've put into this it's really exciting. So if you, if you want updates on that, that's sort of some of the stuff we're talking about on YouTube and we're looking at like uh, Instagram, you know, Q and A's from Rafe. Um, the uh, Wad on Prime uh, Twitter account has been running a book club. So that's been kind of cool. Um, we, you know, Matt and I, um, I've been going in there cause it's about eye of the world. So we're kind of going, I'm, I've been going in there leaving some comments just to kind of help the discussion along and, and to think about uh, different aspects of the, uh, of the first book that we maybe didn't even cover in in the podcast, just due to time and stuff. So it's 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 fun, and I, I think you're right. I think we maybe are going to get, uh, I think we were going to get something at at, at Comic Con, but it's been canceled. I still think they're going to release something somewhere just to kind of get the hype. You got to start kind of getting people hyped and wondering and searching for this kind of stuff, and they want to see what type of what would a teaser trailer do? Is it, what's it going to generate? Are we going to get people kind
0: of you know really talking
1: more about this series?
0: So right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be. We'll see. I, I still hope we may get something, you know, some whether it's images or, or something. I think we'll get something around that Comic-Con time. So, yeah. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. So
1: very excited there. Um, and yeah. OK, so now with that, let me um, hop over here. We uh, to our Patreon. We've been running a couple polls over there and I want to go over. I think uh, last week I'm not sure that I went over the polls. So let me pull these up real quick. Uh, and if you haven't had a chance, too, over on Patreon, we do Extended Edition, where basically, if there's something we can't get to, we kind of keep the mics uh, hot, and we just uh, roll with it. We talked about Kyrian last time just a little bit. Um, we talked about um, – let me see. Oh, I went into Portal Stones for a little bit, which was interesting. Hey, they they come um, back up here, so. They do, don't they? And and I yeah. And I was actually, in my thought process in the last episode, I was actually a little bit, like, thinking ahead, because I – I was when a topic like this and I'm, I'm now like several books ahead just in, in my, in my reading just cause I'm trying to do some more stuff for the YouTube channel. But um, yeah, like in that discussion that I had on Patreon with, with portal stones, I was really, and it's a tidbit. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't do spoilers there, but I, I definitely was very intrigued by some of Robert Jordan's comments on portal stones and what do, what is that world? You know, uh, what does that mere world actually mean is it real uh all, all those types of questions which you know I think is interesting so um and then here was something so remember last week we were talking about uh Nynaeve's experience in uh the Terangrial, right and when she was going through kind the of trial. her uh her yeah trial, yeah like like for, for acceptance and stuff so that was interesting and I think every like like she comes she comes out of that and wants to know was what she experienced real. Was that actually real? And so it kind of ran a poll and it was just interesting. Um, we kind of had uh, almost a split. You know, um, We had several, let's see. <laughs> oh, actually I put it on. So I said, yes, no, or, oh, Robert Jordan, uh, you, you, you crazy, awesome man, you, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and three people uh, clicked on that, which is great, which I think uh, is, is funny because People are kind of split on whether yes or no. Was it actually real? And then what is reality? You know, when you go to those different, um, when you have those visions, you know, of, of what, because right. uh, I, I think, what, what is it? That uh, she's experiencing some of, facing some of her fears for what was, what is, and what will be. Um, so I, maybe it even depends on what are you you know looking at to, to go back. I think the what is, is something that's interesting to, to kind of look at. And then what will be, you know her her future that she's seeing that she has to kind of walk away from and uh yeah so so that was fun uh let's see here the other poll that we ran, oh my gosh, we were talking about celine mm-hmm. and I guess I got a question you know um matt what what do you think about celine yeah, I just in think- general I, I,
0: uh, I don't know. I mean, she really does not, she, she does not like being called an Aes Sedai. Let's, we can, we can, we can right. definitely, definitely get that out of the way. Um, and she's really kind of like, Hey, we got to, we got to get this horn. We got to get it moving. Um, so there's definitely kind of a secret there. I mean, we'll see. I mean, she hasn't been around, so we'll see when she comes back. I mean, what, what's a little bit more of right now? I mean, obviously there's something kind of mysterious about her. They keep asking about her. Rain can't find her. Um, you know you, they they they've told they tell him in the chapter when we get to it that you know there's nobody by that name i need a last name in order to figure it out um and so then you know the, then later the, the uh in the last chapter we get to when um i'm blanking on his name but we'll, we'll get there when he's talking to tom maryland before tom kills him mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. yeah um that uh you know, oh, there's this woman. If we can find this woman about Rand as they're trying to kind of maybe expose Rand um, for not being a lord. Uh, and then yeah. Tom ends up killing him. So, you, you know, so we know that she's still around. We just haven't seen her. Yeah, and I so my, my poll
1: was, you know, kind of like, do do we trust uh, Celine? Like, what's what's going on? It's just... Um, no, I, beha-
0: I, I would say no. Yeah. I would not. I would not trust her.
1: Right now, you don't trust her? Yeah. No, I okay. do not. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah, so that's just some of the stuff we've been covering over there on Patreon. Some great comments, uh, again, from Stephanie, Heather, Craig, uh, and and others, David, Sir David over there, uh, doing a great job, and I really appreciate it. I love engaging and reading some of your guys' thoughts there. So, Um, all right, my friend, let's see here. So let's get into some of this, you know, um, I guess for, you know, maybe two to three sentences like a too-long-didn't-read, like, uh, the the, the gist of this... um, yeah, you know like i said we the first chapter we kind of we, we we are going to be learning about the aiel and then the chen and then after that sir matt you know you got a little too long didn't read for us
0: yeah yeah exactly i mean look like, i already kind of said it earlier i mean the back and forth with the horn continues uh i mean that's now it's just like it's just like a you know it's, it's a back and forth at this at this point um so the back and forth with the horn continues um, Rand continues to play Deus DeMar. We uh, people wonder how Rand can travel so quickly, and then yep. uh, you know Tom gets a little upset at the end. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay, right, rightfully <laughs> so, right. Tom's got right. some stuff going on. Yeah,
1: right, yeah, yeah, and and then there's the thing, right? Is he playing Deus DeMar? or what? Exactly. What is Rand actually doing? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> because it's oh, that's crazy. I mean, I I love Deus DeMar just because. Like, it would be boring, I think, if it weren't for Rand being like, I'm not playing the game. And then right. everyone else is just like, ooh, he's yeah. a master at well, this and, game. And, and,
0: before we, and before we get it uh, I guess, it, can I just give one big takeaway here? Um, just something yeah, I was kind of yeah. thinking about as I was, I was mowing today, right? And I was just kind of thinking about, you know, what are we going to talk about when we get to the chapter? And one of the things that keeps sticking out to me is this whole idea of Rand um, and now it comes up a little bit more as as somewhat of a of a plot point um, of Rand not being a lord, but keeps being called a lord, right? And then when we talk about his the sword, right? And he has a sword, and now even though people said you don't look like some you know somebody who should have the sword, and everyone's just really intrigued by Rand because he's all of these things he's that on one hand he should be, but on the other hand he shouldn't be. Um, and I was just kind of thinking about uh, you know, this and and so many other stories where our your characters are thrust into adulthood or thrust into filling these roles that maybe they weren't ready for. You know, we read a lot of Game of Thrones, and so I think about, you know, like Jon Snow and some of these other characters, right? That's it's kind mm-hmm. of the the path that they're forced on. And you know, we've talked about the idea of free will versus, you know, the wheel, right? And these characters are part mm-hmm. yeah. of the pattern and maybe their their thread was something else, you know, and the last time it was the last age and all this stuff. And I just thought it was kind yeah. of interesting in that it's it's really, it's like, you know, um, you know, you look at Rand who's like, I'm a sheep herder, I'm a farmer, but everyone calls him a right. lord. And well, now you, and then Tom says, well, now you have this coat, right? And you're filling out, right. the, you know, the coat and all this stuff. And so it's all these characters who are just, you know they have to fill the roles that they were kind of destined to fulfill. Is is kind yeah. of like what I was just my big kind of takeaway, and that's where it is, where it seems like we're we're going right. It's like yeah, Rand, you know, has the code, and people are calling him a lord, even though he's not, but he looks the part, and. You know, right. he's got he's got the sword and he's a, you know, it's a blade master and all of these things. You know, the so it's just it's yeah. just interesting. And it's just kind of like my big takeaway is like, that's what we're starting to see is. um That's just the wheel weaves, man. And you yeah. just you oh, yeah. got to go with it. Yeah, I mean, right, right. I I, I guess I have a follow up you know question for you
1: there. Like like I, I mean, it does add sort of um, do you think it adds a layer of comedy that you have almost like some of them are reluctant to to step into those shoes and others seem to be like very like, yes, that's what I want. I'm going for it. And then, Oh, it's not what I expected. And that adds some tension and some suspense and like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then you have someone like Rand who I always think is, I always think it's kind of funny just that he doesn't really know he doesn't want this (laughs) and he's just he just keeps getting you know uh uh, you know tied into these things he's just doing this for Matt he's trying to get the dagger he's got to get the horn back and then he's out of here well even when
0: I even when I think of like Nynaeve right I mean she's in that similar that similar thing where you know it's she was she was already in a tough spot by being the you know the youngest wisdom right like the two rivers has ever seen and now she's gonna go be an Aes Sedai and so it's it's just interesting, I think, to see these characters pass because it feels like all of them are, are being forced and are now are now playing. Maybe it's the whole Taviran thing, right? They talk about how Taviran pull the yeah. the wheel around them and they influence everybody around them because it seems like all of these characters, once they are involved with them and, um, and whether it's Taviran or it's just the fact that they're on this path and you, you get involved with somebody going down that path, that will d- drastically change your life. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it's like tom i mean i mean i think tom would have just been a guy who would just traveled around until he died and that's that's kind of what it is and i would have just stayed in the two rivers and rand and Egwene probably would have gotten married and you know right. And, and right they would just stayed in the two rivers but you know they got bigger better things uh that they gotta yeah that, that the wheels just saying no you're gonna do this right
1: it, it is kind of crazy it makes you think about um have you ever been walking and this is sort of Totally a tangent, but it, it does play into a little bit of what we see in this whole series. You know, you've been walking and, and you're somewhere you've never been before and you walk and and literally the way it's timed up, like someone just crosses or you, or you meet at like a whether it's a four way stop or you're right. actually. Um, I used to be walking on campus uh, where, where when I was in, in school and I was when I was reading the series, too, I'd be walking and I would I would cross someone. They would cross my path. And I'm just thinking, like, what are all the events that led that person to literally bump into me today. You know, it just gets you right. thinking like, wow, this is crazy. Exactly. Um, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Which, which is, which is kind of funny and, and, and interesting. And I think you're right. You know, uh, th- these, these characters, it's like they're, they're being pulled in this direction. Um, and it, it, that's what I think is fascinating about the portal stones and about, um, going through the, the trial to be accepted. Like you start to see these alternate paths or these what ifs or these, uh, the, the potential or the maybe world. And that's just always kind of fascinating. Cause sometimes, you know, we get into these conversations about like, you know, what if I would have, um, you know, I I don't know, like what if life would have been like, you know, I dated someone different or if I would have, you know, done something different in life, you know, it would have been, it would have been kind of Life would have been so much different, you know. It's like yeah, know. one decision yeah, can I, really
0: change everything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the whole butterfly effect thing. I mean. Right. What if I? What right. if I did What if I did this as a, as opposed to that? Yeah. I mean, it's it's huge.
1: Yeah. It's just fun. It's you know, it's what makes life exciting and everything. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right. Well, we'll keep all that in mind. Um, let's go ahead and run through. We're gonna start with chapter twenty-eight, and I uh, just want to kind of read
0: through some of our outline points here. Yeah, absolutely. So chapter twenty-eight. Uh, the group chasing Fane encounter an Aiel who tells them he is looking um, for he who comes with the Dawn. Chapter 29. Um, Bornhold learns there are invaders on Almoth Plain. Uh, Doman is captured by them. Chapter 30. While Rand is out at, out of the inn, the dark friends steal the horn back, injuring Hurin just before the others arrive. Chapter 31, the group trace the horn to uh, Barthanas' manor. Rand reveals he has an invitation to a gathering the following day. 32... Uh, Rand and Barthanas talk at the manor, Barthanas reading a great deal into everything Rand says, which is a that's a pretty funny. It's a pretty funny chapter. Um, <laughs> right. Chapter 33. The group try to follow Fane through the ways, but Machin Shin is waiting for them. Chapter 34. Tom's lover is murdered by Galdrian's men, and he swears revenge. Fane um, integrates himself with Turek.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, yeah, quite a bit. I guess, you know, these first two chapters, so back to, like, you know, 28, and just it's talking about, um, so so here we are, with, back with Perrin, Inktar, Uno, uh, and, and Varen. We're trying to pursue the Horn. We're trying to figure out where, we don't know what happened to Ran, Loyal, uh, and Huron, right? So the sniffer is gone, and we have a new sniffer, though right mm-hmm. we have a new sniffer uh someone who can who can keep uh keep on the trail and i guess i want to start off with just this reading here uh which is inktar who is is I, I love his determination he is so determined to uh get the horn back and he the longer this goes on he seems to get more like frustrated right. uh and, and things he definitely so in this part he's falling back and uh he he goes back and he's talking to to Perrin, and he says, you know, tell me again what the wolves said. I've told you ten times, Perrin muttered. Tell me again. Anything I may have missed, anything that may help me find the horn. Uh, he drew in a breath. He let it out slowly. I must find the horn of Alir. Perrin, tell me again. Hmm. Um, and, and so, you know, he, they're desperate, and they're kind of going over what he had learned from the wolves. So Perrin learns about someone named Shadow Killer. And the wolves are kind of, you know, and this it's said in this chapter that they're kind of in awe of Shadow Killer and and that uh Fane and the Dark Friends had fallen under attack. You know? So and we kind of know what happened with that. Like that's something we actually got in a in a previous chapter. We we kind of understand, um, you know, that they that they were they have lost the horn. We know Rand has it, right? right. Um right, yeah. So yeah, so I think that's that's interesting. And so they kind of revere now shadow killer, that's something, uh, and actually in this batch of chapters, uh, if you, if you've read this batch, you'll, you'll know at, at like later on Perrin actually, uh, uses the term shadow killer in response. you know, when, when he's, uh, approaching right. someone, you know, so it's, he flat out, uh, kind of shows us who the wolves were, were talking about. Cause they're not like a, I mean, to kill the shadow, uh, and, and the wolves mind is a good thing. That's, that's their anti-shadow. They, they fight for the light and, and, uh. And and so yeah, but but now it's just again it's it's all still kind of confusing, and Inktar is still wondering like, well, the horn's not with us, so where is it, and what are we gonna do? Um, and so that's sort of the setup to chapter twenty eight. Now, the big takeaway here though is the Aiel. What'd you think about this this Aielman? And we said his name is and I it's Yurian I'm, I'm
0: Yurian. In. Yeah, yep. Urien. Yeah. Yeah. And he's looking for he who comes with the dawn. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the Yael, Uh, you know, just meeting them now Um, again, this is the this is what I was talking about at the beginning. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is the first kind of block of chapters where I felt like this is a little overwhelming because the world's just expanding and expanding and expanding. Yeah. I mean, right. You know, we've heard I think we've heard mentioned I mean, a lot of people. Well, they keep talking about the fact that they think Rand uh, is IEL right, and we hear about the IO waste, right, and yeah. all of these, and and how it's like you know the sp- the spine of the world, right, and it's kind of, uh, I guess in a, in a map, um, the IO waste is pretty northeast, right, as we kind of get to like the edge of the world um and all of that stuff so it's kind of like over there it's kind of in the mountains i guess more think more of like a desert you've got a little mountain plane yeah plan and then the desert yeah so um yes it's interesting because everyone keeps saying rand is i is i so i mean
1: yeah what does that mean and then and then then now and we meet one we've heard about the Iel war uh that's mentioned a lot in relationship to kyrian uh which we talked about in our extended edition a little bit Mm -hmm. so you know now we have this new group and yeah when you see one there's always more. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. U- Urien is just the one who, who they see and who they're, who they're talking to. And he talks about, um, as you say, looking for uh, he who comes with the dawn and, and kind of at, at first, by the way, when they first see him, the tension just spikes because they're dangerous. They are dangerous. Um, and, and at one point he has like a veil when they're, when they're covered up, you know, like that's right. kind of when
0: they're in, you know, they're ready to fight. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let me see here. I have just some notes here. Uh, parents yeah. sees that the Ayel dresses in clothes that would blend in to rocks or earth, and that he's armed with a bow, a quiver of arrows, a knife, a buckler, and three short spears. Yeah,
1: yeah, yep, exactly. Um, let's see. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. So, uh, Inktar dismounted and walked forward, removing his helmet. Perrin hesitated only a moment before climbing down to join him. He could not miss the chance to see an Aeel close up, acting like a black veiled Aeel, uh, In story after story, uh, Aeel were as deadly and as dangerous as Trollocs. Some even said they were all dark friends. Uh, but Yurian's smile somehow did not look dangerous, despite the fact that he seemed poised to leap. His eyes were blue. And then this is where Perrin says, he looks like Rand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And then Matt says, maybe Inktar's right. Maybe Rand is Aiel. <laughs> he says that. He's like, well, maybe he's well, right. Well, every, everyone keeps um, saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't really change anything. It's, it's still their friend. But um, now now this is cool. So you get all these. I think one of the things that makes it kind of confusing, and because we talked about this before we started recording, is, is this example right here. Um, and, and Robert Jordan is just laying a foundation. But... Uh, Urian will say when he sees Varen, Varen said, I, he will call her a wise one. He says, hello, wise one. And he, and he, when he, when he, when he speaks to her, he refers to her as that. So that's where we get these different names for different things and different people. I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that Robert Jordan does throughout the series where we meet a creature and by one group of people, it's called this, but by another group of people, it's called this. Uh, so like, you know, we would call, uh, you know, we call them I Sedai, right. uh, but you know, the IEO are going to call them wise ones. What's what's the difference? Is there a difference? I mean, do they? they I mean, again, um, like he, they'll they'll also say I said I too. So right. they don't they don't just always say wise ones. So you start to think, All right, what does that mean? They just speak differently, and the and the word choice that they use is different. It's just to represent and I draw a distinction. Um, between cultures and countries and things right. like that yeah and so. we do
0: we do that in our world too i mean you know it's like yeah. when we talk about an ohio state michigan football game and we call it a win they call it a game i mean you know it's just it's it's different you know names for different uh different things
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: yep that was a joke yep. i mean I, I mean you know it was, it was a joke it, i mean any of our michigan listeners we know we're, we're, we're we love you guys We let you browhound, do we? (laughs) we Whoa.
1: Dark friends. Uh, okay. Sorry. Um, no, uh, so, okay. Back to some interesting stuff happens with, with this chapter. And I know we're going to take our time with it. Um, just for this reason. And that like, he who comes with the dawn is, is a pretty big deal. Like, so they are looking for some individual that is prophesied. Like these prophecies are a big deal. Um, I think it's Ingtar says that there are Trollocs. Like they've been looking for uh, a band of Trollocs and dark friends. And Yurian kind of says Trollocs. Like his eyes almost mm-hmm. like light up. Like, oh my gosh, this is one of the things. It's a part of the prophecies. When the Trollocs come out of the blight again, we will leave the threefold land and take back our places of old. Um, there was a muttering from the Mounted Shinarans. Uh, and then Yurian eyed them with uh, with this pride, right? He's just sort of like, yep, okay, okay. Like, you know so that's that's kind of cool and then now so what is the threefold land you know matt and these guys are trying to figure out where are these guys really right. really from right yeah yeah and, like, yeah, and Urian says it's the waste
0: exactly the yeah. waste yeah
1: yeah so um but that's what they're looking for and um you know U- Urian says that he would have killed any of any trolloc that he saw uh inktar sh- shakes his head losing interest but Varen spoke sharp in concentration with concentration in her voice um this rudian uh what where is it uh so he, he speaks about uh, and i always say it kind of wrong but uh R- rudian i think is how you say mm-hmm. it um and it's this place that he's brought up a couple times in in reference to clan chiefs and to wise ones uh, going there. They don't speak of what they learn there. Uh, and she wants to know where is it? Um, how are the girls chosen to go? All of this sort of thing. And then so he says, I cannot speak of it, wise one. And so, you know, Varen being brown Aja is very, uh, what is this new thing? And I want to learn more more about it. You know, you don't see a lot of the Iel, So it's sort of very rare that they're here. And when you can learn something about them, that's sort of her big
0: her big takeaway: She wants to learn something um, from this Iaelman. So, yeah, and they and then th- 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 they start talking, and then things get kind of weird, like where he talks about that um, the that the I that the Aes Sedai, right or the wise ones are supposed to slay them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he talks about like you know bring bring your lightning. Uh, and she says, yeah, hey, I'm not, I'm not here to kill you. I'm not here to kill you. Right. Um, and then they, then they, they start to talk about like, you know, um, how could I strike at a woman who has not wedded the spear? Right. So then there's, right. they start talking about that a little bit, like the, the spirit. Um, oh God, mm-hmm. not spear wives. That's a game of Thrones thing. Um, but it's a similar term here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it, yeah. Those who have wedded the spear. I mean, that's yeah. so uh, it's, it's a, it's a group and we're, we'll talk more about that later, but um you start to see like their treat, like maiden of this one of their beliefs uh yeah yeah i'd have to look it up honestly yeah i i can't remember exactly look, off the, i, I, I want to use their technical uh name and i don't want to use that yet because <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't come across it yet but um yeah so it was yeah
0: yeah what what is it maiden of the spear
1: okay yeah um yeah you brought up spearwives and you threw me with the right I, well it's, there's like it's so similar like, oh, i was like I i'm mad i'm sitting here going okay i'll three i got three to four or five fandoms <laughs> in my head right oh shoot i mean it's like it's like um,
0: so it's like talking about a very similar thing it's like hold on a second like, yeah, yeah
1: well and that's something too like a lot of these authors again are inspired by you know um tolkien and and right. and then from there have derived things that are kind of similar. There's a lot of right. names and terms. You're like, well, that's kind of similar, um, but yeah. So they're 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 talking about. Um, he's talking about like how he would not uh, strike a woman or he would not attack a woman uh, who was not wed to the spear. And so that's sort of the idea. Like if you are, well, that's different, you know. And maybe I would, um, and so that you start to learn. Well, maybe there's a faction like this in, in in the Aiel or or among the Aiel. Um, and I actually think that reference has been made a couple times before. And that's what's fascinating is that, like, as we've moved through this first book, you know, when we moved through the first book, there were things that were said that, you know, uh, connected to stuff way later on, but it was just mentioned in passing. Right. And it'll continue to be, to be mentioned. Like, this reference to, to wise ones, you know, is mentioned here. Okay, cool. What we we call, It makes sense because we think the Aes Sedai are wise, uh, sure. I mean, actually, why wouldn't people in Andor call them wise ones too? They're they're wise and they, they know a lot and they can do things. Um, but we'll learn more about that term later on, you know. Right. But for right now, you could pass by it and not even think about it. So, I don't know. It's just sort of that, as you say, it's that overwhelming sort of like world building. Like here we go very quickly. We're learning about this new group of people and and their their demeanor, their customs, and things like that. So yeah, but he would not attack uh, uh, like an Aes Sedai. And also then, yeah, it seems like there's um, that another thing that's been prophesied, perhaps, is that the Aes Sedai would, if they, if they fail in their service to them, would be slayed. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah, and then, like, so bring, bring down like, your lightning. Yeah. And, and you know, um, I wouldn't attack you, but I would dance with the lightning. You know, I would try to, to avoid it and stuff, but I'm not going to actually do anything to, to harm or hurt you. Even if the Aes Sedai were attacking. Like, that's kind of crazy, right? I mean these people that are like a warrior like people um and that are considered so dangerous that the that the shenarans are like you know on guard from the start just on just based on one of these guys and you can't even see you know if there are others and they're worried that there are you know where where there's one there there are are more um so yeah that's interesting um uh yeah so so then uh and they go on um Pear and Matt uh, talk talk uh, about Urian and they discuss the possibility that they think they start to think out loud. Could Rand be he who comes with the dawn? They're starting to make these connections. That well, he's I he seems, he looks Aiel, and actually, you know, even in just seeing some of the Aiel, right. starts to make sense to them. They kind of see why Inktar and others would make that connection. Once you've seen an Aielman, and then you see Rand, you're sort of like, huh, yeah, all right, those guys look like they Belong, are related. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so, so anyways, yeah, that's basically chapter 28 though. We learn more about this, uh, culture and we can go more in depth later on as we get more from, uh, the IEL and we learn more about them. Uh, we will, we'll end up coming back to this. So we'll hear more about them, but I don't know that we, I can't remember if we actually encounter them later on in this book or not, but yeah, but I uh, yeah, we will later on for sure. So Okay, chapter okay.
0: twenty nine. We also want to we want to dive a little bit deeper into this one too, right?
1: Yeah, this one we want to dive a little deeper in as well. So, um, yeah,
0: Bornhald learns there are invaders on Almouth Plain. Doman is captured by them.
1: Yeah, and I love I, so, <laughs> Bale Doman is what you remember. Um, he's the ship captain, right? So when mm. Rand and Matt kind of get split up, and and they're right. with uh Tom Maryland, and they they get on the ship, and he's got that funny you know accent. Um. It's uh, Michael Kramer does a great job, I think reading re- reading uh, his his character, but he's a ship captain who's who's moving around, and um, he is over near Almuth Plain and is pursued. Now that's the second point of view in this chapter. Uh, first, it starts off with just Bornhold, uh, who's a, who's you know one of the white he's cloaks white cloak, yeah. with his guard, yeah, and they're there trying to figure out what's what's going on. There's been
0: all these rumors. Um, and all with plane, just just real quick. I think this is the, yeah. this is this is pretty far east, actually. So we're this again. We're jumping all around the world here. I mean, it's like way east. It's almost all, all the way on the excuse me west, way west. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Way west. It's almost right. on the, opposite it's almost side on the, of, almost yeah. on the ocean. Yeah. Because two rivers is kind of like in the middle of our of our world, and then they everything goes kind of northeast. Um, yeah. But now we're, we're way over here. Yeah.
1: I love it because you do have to pull up a map almost to, to kind of understand where characters are. It, it, th- this is one of those um, series where it really does help. To, you've, you've heard about this, but where is it at? Even though they mention uh, their words to describe its location in relationship to where our characters are and other cities that we've been to and stuff. Uh, it's nice just to go kind of see like, yeah, it's way over there and our character Baildoman is over there the white cloaks are over there doing something um, and we come across the shanchen and it's interesting they speak they're hearing from uh, you know villagers and different people that this is called the return like the shanchen are calling this um, uh, this is something they're 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 terming um, the return. And it seems like they pretty quickly have come into Almouth Plain and, and kind of taken over. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, they're, they've moved in and pretty, pretty well set up, you know, camp. Um,
0: so, so yeah, uh, there's yeah, the, a, yeah. another interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Born. Yeah. Just real quick here. Uh, yeah. They're called the Sean Chan, right. Or the Regal or Regal, Regale. Right. Re, hmm? Regal, yeah. Um, those who come home uh, are those who come before
1: yeah yep yes and so what who are they 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 seem foreign right they're not from this continent from Mm -hmm. from this area it's not like they're one country that invaded um another on this continent because we've heard about wars and turmoil and stuff between kingdoms and and vying for power um but these individuals have come you know kind of across the from over the sea right um and that's actually what people are saying. One of the things they bring up here is that many people think that this is Arder Hawkwing's armies
0: yeah, returning. returned from over the sea, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're returning, right? Um, yeah, the Bornhold, Bornhold himself doesn't know where the Shanchan come from, right? And he requests information. Um, his request for information from the Seafolk have been met with silence, right? So then you have uh, survivors of the Shanchan invasion had spoken of the men who come into battle riding monsters and bring I uh, Aes Sedai to rend the earth. So I mean, this it's a very odd kind of group here. Uh, the Sean Chan, right? Like speaking in prophecies and and yeah, yes. definitely, definitely. And Arder Hawkwing's armies returning. It's like they almost feel at, like you know very out of place. I mean, consider everything else that's going on.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and the White Cloaks are up, upset by this. Um, you start to actually see some factions inside of the White Cloaks. So uh, you have what are called like questioners, right? Um, which seems to be like the questioners seem to have sort of like a lot of, of power. Um, they're often told to obey the questioners. You know, if you were to capture, let me give you an example, like, and they have brought this up before. Like they, they, all, they often mention like you don't want to be turned over to the questioners just because, like, uh, the way in which they question you, they're questioning you to see if you're a dark friend. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're always, the, you know, the White Cloaks are always looking for dark friends, all the way back to Berlon, right, there, <laughs> when they run into Rand, and, uh, and then Perrins had run-ins with them. Um, and so they kind of pop up from, from time to time. But you see Bornhold is struggling a little bit with the idea that he wants to kind of rush in. He, this is an attack, and they've moved into this area. They're on Almoth Plain. And they realize that the Shanchen have uh, have attacked and have uh, have swept in pretty quickly, and he's ready to go drive him out. But yet he's getting orders to slow and to not do that. And it doesn't seem, you know, I think he, he questions it a little bit. And it's even hinted in this chapter that there's a there's a clear like tension between him and the orders from the questioner, um, from Jake and Cardin which is which is in- interesting. So. Like what you know? Who, um, by the way, Cardin is the the hand of the light, right? He, he right. um, k- kind of uh, yeah, he got
0: yeah? He, he commands, uh, yeah, uh, Jacob Cardin, who guides the hand of the light, who commands that Bornhold stop his advance on Falme, you know, Fulme, and concentrate on rooting out the dark friends on Almuth Plain. Yeah, so. Uh, it's it's like in some of these
1: villagers um so, so there's a lot of different villages as you're approaching sort of the major cities and stuff you know that's where they're being asked or they're being told to kind of look for dark friends in these areas and find them versus going uh straight on to face the Shanchen and to see what really is is going on here and that just doesn't seem right to Bornhold. so he's sort of like what, what are we doing here um so we learn a little bit about the White Cloaks. We learn a little bit about the Chen and sort of what they're just that they're that they're this this invading force. There's rumors that there are monsters, that they have special monsters um, that can do things that we're not used to seeing, you know, right. other creatures and animals do over here. Uh, they they even seem to be able to have like powers, uh, perhaps Aes Sedai with them. And first of all, the White Cloaks hate you know the, the Aes Sedai they're very anti uh channeling and the power and things like that so this is I mean everyone on this on this uh you know this plane is is a dark friend as far as they're concerned like all this all this uh, you know whatever this is going on it all sounds very uh shadow like and they're and they're not happy uh about it but uh yeah so so that's pretty much it there um so
0: yeah yeah so just so just real quick here because you know we, we've been you know We've been we've talked about Tarvalin and Kyrian right and um like the Armorland Sea and all of this stuff. So uh as you, as now that we're really kind of expanding here in in the in the world yeah right uh so how far does that reach really hit because if you look at a map here right and so you know now we're, we're we're pretty far east um uh who's is somebody kind of like another seat of power over here or
1: uh yeah so here's the thing let me see if i can find it um real quick like is bear is bear kind of the well so so again you you look at um a map where you have like sort of all the countries um you're right and, and you've got kind of let me put my book down here
0: because we're not we're not in like andor you know anymore I mean, that's kind of like Kyrian.
1: right see if you can find a city called uh amador or Am- Am- Amadisia, like on that map there uh yes it's towards the west i believe Um, I have to go pull up a map myself, but I get what you're saying. Like who has influence where, um, because the, the children of the
0: light or. Yeah. So uh, Amador, Amador is like, um, South, right? Like they're pretty south. So you've got like a big mountain Ridge, um, that goes kind of through. So you've got like, so if you go North of it, you've got Barlawn and then you got some other town and some of these towns we've not at all talked about in the, in the book. I just, I just have a map up here. Yeah um qatar i don't we've, we've never we've never been there yet um right 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 so, and so then there's one called like Elmora mm-hmm. and and some of these other ones and then this map has steadings point uh put out on it which, yeah, is, kind which of, is cool which is, kind which of cool. is cool yeah uh sh- shout out yeah. to loyal <laughs> it says is it is it a rod domon right i'm guessing so those are like the old names all right domon
1: yeah so if you look over right, right, right um where we're at right now is is Falma, right there on the on the very edge, over by the Wheel of Time sign. So if anyone looks up, sort of just a regular the the what's known as like map, yeah, Grand like kind of, Land yeah. map, um, you, you'll you'll know what we're talking about. So Toman Head there is sort of this peninsula that sticks out, and this is where, uh, you know, from if you look at Almouth Plain, see how it stretches clear over here? It's actually this open plain, um, just on the other side of that mountain ridge. You can you can right. see it kind of fa- faintly describe you know um, there so and then just even further west of it is is Toman Head, uh, and then and then Falma. So those are three names right. that we've been given we, in this
0: book. We've we so far yeah we yeah. and we've heard we've heard Toman Head quite. I think we hear Toman Head in the first book mm-hmm. a, a few a few times. Well
1: later. and yeah, it's something that Fain has talked to us about too. Um, and, and so this this whole region is a place that that has been hinted at and we've been hearing about these things. So now we're here with with the White Cloaks and um we're we're kind of trying to figure out like okay what uh, and you're right by the way i, I totally forgot where where uh, Amador and Amadesia are at, yeah, they are they're right down there south, which actually makes a lot of sense in comparison to tarvalin, but um so that's sort of and I don't think it really eh, yeah, those those are well so let's go back to your original question, which was the the powers right and the, and the seats of power, right. and I don't think. This is, and I have to think back to what's been said in the books um, up to this point, but I'm pretty right. sure that, like, we know, for for example, that uh, Queen Morgaze is the, she's the queen of Andor, and we've now right. heard in Kyrian that there is a king, King Galdrian, and in this batch of chapters, we've learned about um, some, you know, Deus de Mar going on there. We've heard about the, the game of basically the Game of Thrones, right? You know, we're trying to uh, play this this political game. So you have each of those places. And before, you know, in the first book, we were up in uh, Faldara. Um, Falmorin is the, is, the, is the capital there. And that's, that's Shinar. And it is its own kind of country. It has its own leader, um, just like, you know, Andor and Kyrian. So that's interesting. If you look at sort of the green name, so you, you look at Andor, and right. then you go over to Kyrie, and you can see that. You go north of Kyrie, and you have Sh- the, um, Sh- Shinar. Um, those are sort of your countries, if you will. And gotcha, okay. yeah, Yep, and so it's kind of hard to see, but there is, you can see the roads. There are other maps that will actually show you the borders to all of those uh, countries. Uh, and just so you can kind of see like, like the borders, um, which is interesting. And so, yeah, those are your various seats of power. Um, and as you can see, if you look at any map, I, I don't think it's it's really going to spoil anything. It just shows you, wow, we got a lot to cover. There's a lot more, uh, you know, coming. And there's there's, there's well, oh absolutely yeah, wow. There's you know there's so much, but plenty more books.
0: There's so many more books. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. But it is interesting to stop and think for a second, though. Who has influence and sway and power? And it's sort of like the way I, if you want to think in, and this is just for Sir Matt and anyone who who listens to Ben the Knee Game of Thrones stuff. You know, in Westeros, you have the Citadel, the Maesters, who are or at Old Town, right? Right, and Old Town is its own thing; it's its own seat. You get the high towers there, but you also have the Maesters. So Tarvalon's kind of like you know, kind of like that, except for they've got power and stuff, right? And and they're kind of these advisors and and things. So we know that in Andor, in camelin we have an Aes Sedai advisor, like openly. They're like that queen is. Supports or people know that the Aes Sedai um, advise there and, and help out. And that's pretty neat. Rand actually runs into one of them. So who sees a lot of different things around Rand. That was in book one. So the Aes Sedai more just have influence. They, they now Tarvalin is their place. You're not coming into Tarvalin and doing diddly squat there. That's they they run that and they're powerful. And that's that is what it is it's sort of its own thing. Um, but each of these other places have, you know, yet Kings and Queens, um, and high Lords and things like that. But, uh, and this is where like more rain we've heard often that, uh, at the end of the first book and beginning of the great hunt that she has been out doing her own thing and she's been all over the place, right? She hasn't been back to Tarvalin in a long time. Well, what is she doing? She's about her own business. She's looking into things. She's studying, um, advising, helping, uh, doing research and things like that. And that's just sort of what she's allowed to do. You know, she's not like assigned to a, a, a specific place. Although in Andor, in Camelon, we do have a situation where um, you have a queen who was assigned. And, you know, there is an advisor there who is who is sent to kind of advise the queen. And that's that's a, a cool thing. So as for the white cloaks, though, where we've seen them, we've seen them in Berylon. Uh, we've seen them over near Camelin. We've seen them in Camelin, right? Walking around. And that's when we get into the whole uh, white versus red thing. So we see them in different places. They kind of patrol and they move and um, they are, they're anti-Tarval and anti, they call them witches, right? And mm-hmm. they're very much pursuing dark friends and they're, they're pushing for people to live in the light, um, but they're a military unit. They're, they're actually, I always say I keep saying white cloaks, but they're children of the light, All right? Let me make sure I make that clear, right? Um, and this is what they say. So at one point, um, in in this batch of chapters, well, uh, uh, Dane Bornhold, who we're talking about right now, will say that the children have authority wherever the light is. So it doesn't matter where it's at. They believe that they have authority because they are, fighting for the light, and they are children of the light. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so it's just kind of, they they have this free sort of like, you're not going to question them. They're making sure, they're looking, their whole purpose is to seek out like, you know dark friends and stuff they're just this military right independent kind of organization so they're
0: gonna they're gonna do whatever they want to do yeah but it is kind of confusing right i mean like like what the heck are they doing it is yeah now i i just yeah i just found i just found a new map that kind of uh shows you everything that you were kind of talking to me with oh here's all the different countries yeah i mean it's a lot i mean it's just and it's a lot of this stuff is kind of like okay hold on a second like you know right because uh, like 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 because every time i stop and look at a map i'm like oh my god hold on this is where the two rivers is. We go all the way from there, and all the way to here. Now we're kind of back here, and it's like everyone's. But that's what happens, then, I guess, when you go through the ways and you use portal stones. Is you travel all over the place, right? You're just like you know, where are we at? Yeah,
1: right, exactly. And that is sort of why uh, it does seem like the world builds pretty quickly, and it's almost Fast. like like exponential yeah. growth. Yeah, and and it is, I guess, if we don't stop for a second and and sort of think about like, this is why you do rereads. This is why people, I, and I, I, I will say this boldly. I know no one reads this series and has it, you know, down like the back of their hand after one reading. It just is not, I don't, if you are that person, come let me know. <laughs> and I will love, I would love to talk to you, but I, 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 it's, it's, I've had to read it numerous times and there's still so many things I missed. Right. So many things I, I am like, Oh my gosh, that makes sense. Or I'm seeing it more. So yeah, cuz it's confusing that the why are the white clo- the white cloaks seem like they're everywhere, man.
0: Like they're all over the place. And yeah, yeah, why I mean, is the that fear of influence is, yeah. is pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: that's something uh, it's a good question. I'm I'm actually glad you asked it because like it's they, they don't really sit in one spot. And I guess right. if you cuz like once we leave sh- you know Shinar and we leave the Shinarans they're in this band with us we've got Uno we've got Ingtar and others massima um, and we're we're moving around with them but that's because we're pursuing the horn of alir like that's that band right. that has left and they're they're looking for that uh and they've been put on this quest otherwise it's very unusual for them you know why would you leave they, they need to be you know they're they're fighting against the blight and they're they're looking to guard their uh the, their you know their country their their cities and and things like that so um, yeah. So when we see people in places that they aren't supposed to be, that's interesting. So like the IEL, you know, traveling over the spine and in, in and around Kyrian doing something, what's going on? Who are these people? Right. You know, and now we see exactly. Yeah. Right. Why are they even, uh, you know, now anybody can really, you know, they, there's merchants and people, you know, traveling and, and stuff like that. What was cool about, um, well, I guess we'll get to that later. I, I, I when we're at Tarvalen, uh, we start to understand that that's a real kind of... Um, and, and this is something that Egwene um, and Nynaeve have already started to realize. So just that there's there's a, a lot of people coming in and out of there. There's a lot of different countries and, and stuff uh, represented there.
0: So Okay. All right, man. Hey, thanks. Thanks for the breakdown. Yeah, hey, it's, and I'm I... Like, oh, my gosh, yeah.
1: The hardest part in doing all of that, though, is trying to make sure that I'm not, like, really skipping away... Spoiling, like, spoiling it, anything, right. yeah, because that's the hardest part. I don't want... Like, I, I think if you were, to, if we had, if we stopped for a second and we looked back over, you know, uh, in, in this book and in the first book, and we just looked at the white cloaks and we only examined that aspect of these books so far, a lot of that would have been picked up. Like, a lot of that would have been easier to see. But we're going in these big chunks and we're just trying to consume it all. And it's just going to keep coming up again and again and right. again. And it'll be reinforced as we. As we keep reading, right. yeah,
0: yeah. Once once we move out of once we move out of the first read of this, and we move <laughs> into some re- a reread, it'll be a little bit. easier. Absolutely, to, yeah. To kind of put this up. Okay, all right. Well, let's uh let's let's kind of plow uh plow through here. Um, uh, so you know kind of some bigger takeaways here of chapters uh you know we we still got a handful of chapters to get to you know so now we're we're as we're moving past kind of bornhold right uh, and we're moving back into rand and the and the group right so uh you know chapter 30 that's when rand's uh, is out at the end the dark friends steal the horn back and urine gets injured
1: yeah he gets injured man i i i love urine. i absolutely love him and it, it yeah they, they he's injured they've got the horn um this is such a bummer Right. I mean, you have to be like you had it right. Did you think this was coming, by the way? I mean, did you think they were actually going to I mean, like, you know, I know we talked about it a little bit at the at the end of our last episode there um, back on the first. But I mean, you know, because because Rand is out and all of a sudden, you know, Trollocs and you're in you're in with the Illuminators and Celine shows up and it's like, what the heck? Uh, And then they're worried about hearing, you know, him him being attacked. But I mean, come on, like when, when you first get it, you're like, wow, that was quick. Right. I mean, that's sort of like, because remember this, you're thinking this whole book, we're going to be pursuing the horn. We're not going to get it until the very end or something, but we get it. <laughs> we actually get it. And then we lose it. Right. Uh, which I think is something I didn't expect when I first read it. I was like, well, what the heck is this book about then? We just like this is this great hunt and Rand has the horn and he's with this girl, Celine all as well. Right. Well, we lose it, you know, come on. Yeah. And that also shows you, I think like Rand is, is, um, well, you know, meeting Tom, yeah, you know, like like just the excitement to go meet up with Tom, and leave that unguarded and to not—he seems to almost let his guard down a little bit just because he's excited because his friend is alive and he's able to go speak with him and stuff. So, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah, might have cost him, you know,
0: a little bit. Well, clearly it does. Um, it does, yeah, it yeah, it does. So, um, yeah, I mean. There's just there's so much there's just so much to take away, to take away here I you know I, it's like
1: I know I know it's it's a lot yeah. it's a lot and so, well and the big takeaway for me is well again right there they they lose the horn um and right. and that um, they've got to figure out what to do now so they. They have to figure out where that horn is gone. And meanwhile, again, as as we say, Deus Demar is going on around them, and and everyone's watching them go. And, in Rand, and out. And Rand,
0: is, Rand, Rand just gets you know uh, so sick of Deus Damar de too, right? He's like you know yeah. I don't care about how they think. You know if I do this, then they think this, and I do this then, And it's just so funny because like well well all and this happens throughout all of these chapters, right? You've got like loyal there, and he's just kind of like wow, Rand, you're like pretty good at this, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so ridiculous, right, right.
1: Yeah, so um but Huron is hurt and they have to so you gotta they have to do two things. They gotta track down the horn and they also right. have to get him some help. Um so and here's again, remember we said earlier in this in this episode we were talking about how you call different people different things. So they come across someone called like a reader, um, who would be the equivalent to a wisdom. So it's just because we're in Kyrian, they call that person something different. You know what I mean? It's it's right. essentially what Nynaeve was back in the two rivers um herbs and healing and stuff like that because Huron is is very hurt so they're trying to get him some help but that person is called something different. So even when Rand is asking for help, "Do you have a wisdom?" What are you talking about? You know what's a wisdom? Right. And oh, you right. mean you mean this. And then so, boom, off off we go and we're going to find uh that that person. I think it one thing that does is it shows you how separated these places are and how isolated some of these kingdoms and nations may be from one another, too. For, for there not yeah. to be a lot of that knowledge uh, between them or for for there not to be like all of the, you know, why aren't we why aren't more of them, you know, called wisdom here and then or reader over there and stuff like that. It's it's just kind of interesting, uh, but it shows you just how big and how vast, I guess, this this world is. So uh, at the end, though, Perrin and Matt uh, and Inktar show up and Rand uh, loses it a yeah, little bit. You came, yeah,
0: you came too late. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so he's a little bit like, uh, all right, you know. Well, that's yeah. This is where we
0: this is where we start to get a little bit of tension, right? Uh, I mean, it seems like well, it seems like the tension comes and goes, right? Uh, You know, later, um, you know, you jump a little bit ahead, like they get, you know, Matt and Matt kind of tells Randolph a little bit, like we're done with this kind of like servant business. (laughs) Oh yeah, they they get into
1: yeah, because the whole the tension between like the idea that Rand seems to be yes. among like he's built up as a lord right and right. and he's seen as such and it's sort of like you know matts are sort of like wait what i mean come on like they, like cuz they know who he is Um, they also know you know his secret and stuff too and that's what they were discussing with with the ielmen but like come on i mean they're looking around almost in disbelief that rand is getting all of this and there might be a little bit of jealousy there you know like especially when they go uh, in search of the horn. And so we can jump to that. We can kind of come back to some of this stuff where... Th- they're, chapter um 31, really, they're just tracking down the horn to Barthanus right. in, in his manner. And kind of right. plotting, like, you know, what are we going to do? And this is where Varen really steps in and helps them come up with a plan, and they start to figure out how to play this this game and what to do, who to send, who not to send. And, and you're right, there is a lot of tension because Inktar is... Like he's desperately like we have to move now. We have to go get the horn right. now. It could be ten.
0: Day, it could be it's days away. You know? It's a big deal. Yeah. Exactly. absolutely. Yeah, and we get. Yeah, we get, it's the task I was. I was given. I gotta go give it back. Yeah. I mean, there, it is. in the, there is still that Rand kind of Inktar, like kind of. I don't want to say power struggle, but I think Inktar is just in an odd spot because he's given the command, and so sometimes he's like, you know, I have the command, and then other times he's like, well, Rand, he ran kind of takes it and right which is you know yeah, so yeah there is there is kind of that now you have varon there so you know they're running around with an isa die right. which as we get to tom and so this there's kind of nobody really knows who to yeah, who, who's in charge to kind of look to who's in charge yeah, yeah that's a,
1: that's a great point yeah like like who are they supposed to kind of um right y- yeah you know trust and also there's this information who has what information because varon has information right. that ran needs huron then lets him know hey we also have an invitation like from the king like rand is secretly in this in this game uh in the the great game and varian's like what you know um so they're all they all have tidbits of information that they need to share and collaborate together and kind of work on this so i guess to kind of jump right to it um if we go to
0: well chapter 32 is where rand and barthanas are talking
1: yeah so we just jump right to the manor i mean they come up with a plan and and as you say matt is going to be rand's servant <laughs> which sets right. really well with him you know he's very happy right yeah right i right. right
0: yeah so yeah so yeah so Rand. right so so Rand starts talking to Barthanis is kind of introducing himself here's who i am right you know yeah ran uh matt you know if i can if, if Rand can be a lord i can put on a fa- i can put a fancy coat too right you know mm-hmm. um and so they they kind of formally introduce themselves and then uh this is you know totally deus de mar being played here rand is talking with uh you know, Barthanis, he's asking him a lot. Of, I mean, he has, this guy's got a lot of questions, right? He says, you know, and there are a lot of questions we've heard before, right? Well, hold on a second. You look like you're Aiel, but you say you're from, you know, from, from somewhere else. Right. And- you know, but you, and you've also got a sword. And then again, how, Rand says, I'm less than a year old, which Rand thinks is a silly thing to say, but it's what Land told him to say. So he says, I mean, he says that right in the book. Says, yes. Well, it's what Rand, it's, it's what Land told me to say. So that's what I'm saying. Yes. Um, And it's, and the guy's like, oh, OK. I mean, so people generally know what that means. Right. That's uh, a term so you know, that it, he understood. Yeah. It's a ter- it's a it's a it's a term that he under- that he understands, regardless of how. How ridiculous he thinks he thinks it is, um, which he still finds interesting, um and so it's just—I mean—that's kind of how this, you know, you know. I did not know that the Anderman played the great game so well, right? That, <laughs> yeah, the, that he that he plays this. um
1: Yeah, that's. And funny. Then he says, yeah. you know,
0: he wonders if he is Borderland trained or Warder trained, which I thought was an interesting um question. He's—I've heard of the I Ander andor and royal line um has almost aiel coloring uh rand denies any connection to either of them uh he says you know and then barnthana says you have given me much to think on right uh and then rand you know while rand's walking around with the nobles he thinks that deus Enar, um and how he has no idea how well how he has played it like he has no idea how well he's played it but i think rand's actually playing it pretty well yeah uh this is where he sees uh he what's tom Right. Telling, yes. Telling a story of the great hunt.
1: Yes, exactly. And that's actually an interesting point. Once he's able to speak with Tom, Tom kind of says, um, you know, he, he he basically says, you told me you were clear of Aes Sedai. Uh, half the talk tonight here is of the Endoran Lord appearing with no warning and an Aes Sedai at his side. Uh, Barthanus and Galdrian, uh, you've let the White Tower put you in the cooking pots this time. And so he's you know, he's saying like, you know, he, and that was the big thing is that tom was glad to hear that he had been on his own he was away from more rain and he had gotten out from from, from the Aes Sedai, cuz tom uh i mean he just didn't like like he doesn't he
0: doesn't like the Aes Sedai, right it, yeah, it's I mean, more just, it's
1: more that he doesn't like when the Aes Sedai take a special interest in young men like like, like and it's, it it goes back right. to some of his past experiences and so he's worried right. He's just a little family. bit like oh i don't right. that worries me that you guys are going to get into that this might not go well. so he wants to be like well, kind I mean, of protect it, and take care of him
0: yeah right and he his last run in with the ice I gave him a limp you know i mean now he's got <laughs> a, now he's he now has got a limp yeah. right he's, he's yeah yeah because up, of
1: all so. the yeah
0: yep right yeah. So, yeah so yeah so this is um right so this is where uh tom or er, or er, this is where Rand kind of runs into those women, right? You know the women that are trying to... Trying to oh my <laughs> God! Right? And yeah. He's like, he's like, Tom, I just need to get away. I need to get away from these women, right? Um, Tom warns him. You know, that's a that he says he tells Tom that uh, uh, Berthanas is a dark friend. Tom says, you know, that's a pretty dangerous uh, accusation,
1: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's yeah. Like he, he needs to kind of get away here. And and the, remember the whole reason they're here is they're searching for the horn and for the dagger. And, you know, it's like, okay, they, they bring Matt because Matt can kind of sense the dagger. And then Huron can maybe sniff out some of these if there's, you know, um, some, some misdoings and stuff. So Ran's got to go in here and, and do all of this while his servant and others are kind of uh, doing their searching and stuff. But Rand actually now needs out of this game and they need to, to you know, excuse themselves and once once somebody finds something right the plan is uh, i think matt kind of uh, pretends like he got hurt or something or one of the servants right. i can't remember which one it is. like gets hurt and so he has to go kind of figure out what's what's wrong with his with his serving man you know um which which is interesting but yeah so that's the whole idea too is that they're in here looking for uh the horn and trying to figure out what's going on and why is it at barth manor right um exactly yeah, which is which is kind of kind of scary. This is something Inktar said earlier, and I forgot to bring it up. But like, when it's it's you know when they realize that it's gone to Barthanus's manor, it's hard for Inktar to believe that like someone of his level, I guess, or whatever, or like like his his um, right would be associated with dark friends or be a dark friend himself. And that's where Varen kind of says that you know even even those that are in these seats of power. Um, are, are also susceptible to the you know, Absolutely. the dark one. And, and I think it's because I think the idea is that you, you think that the only reason you would ally yourself with the dark one is so that if you were in this lowly position where you didn't have much and you wanted to get more out of life, you wanted to basically make a deal with the devil, if you will, and sell your souls so, so that in return you can get riches, wealth, and fame, and all this kind of stuff. So if you already have that, why would you do it?
0: Right. Right. But that's the thing with greed and power. It just never ends. Right. It just it, yeah, it never ends. And yeah. you just you always want you always, always want more. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So all right. um all right. So chapter thirty three, this is where the group try to follow Fane through the ways, but a Machin Shin uh is waiting for them. Remember we ran into Machin Shin last time. Right. Uh and we went into the ways, right?
1: Yes, yes. Um, and so so here we go. So Huron is kind of um he takes Rand down, um that Once they once they get away from the main party and, and they're able to kind of figure out, like they've tracked this down to uh, a way gate and they know that that uh, the dark friends went that direction. So they're going to go there. And the idea is that they're going to maybe pursue them. Right. Or at least at least we know where it's at. And as they get down there, they're kind of deciding what to do. Um, you know, like like what are are we going to actually go into the way gate? Uh, Loyal and Matt are there, and there's a lot of reasons to not go in in into the ways, which he will remind them, uh, you know, of again. So so that's um, it's dangerous, man. It's dangerous, right? And it it's, is. It's been it dangerous is. since Moraine took them through. They're not stable, and uh, Machin Shin is is a bad black wind yeah. that is that, that will kill you. I mean it's right. It's no joke, not something to to take lightly. So, yeah, so here we are. Um they they talk about just you know, getting these these devices back. Rand explains that uh he put the chest that he put in the chest with the horn, um the dagger, right? He puts it there mm-hmm. and and hoping that uh it would, you know, keep it safe. Huron then leads them to the gardens where they walk uh, Rand thinks of how Huron won't be able to smell dark friends among Barthenis's servants. Huron points out a walled enclosure in the garden and tells them that this is the place where the Trollocs went. And this is when Loyal, being near there, can sense that uh, way gate. Being an Ogier, and that these were built for Ogier um, as sort of a favor that, that men who had, lot who and this is again, this has already been covered, back when, um, during the breaking of the world, when they sought steadings to get away from the madness that was consuming them, this was sort of a gift that they gave to the Ogier. They created these way gates in which you can travel, um, you know, great distances in in a short amount of time. Now, the other thing, too, that Loyal is always looking for, and he's always trying to find, are these groves. And so he says, you know, I told you this was, um, I told you all this was an Ogier grove. So at one point, you remember how, I mean, he's much older, too. And that he's studied, he's done a lot of reading, and he has sort of gone out looking for these ancient groves in these places that were um, precious and sacred to the Ogier. You know, I, I often think it's like kind of um, like in Game of Thrones, like the Children of the Forest and and their uh, white trees, right? And and right. so you know, the, the just how sacred they are, and like we don't want to cut them down, and how dare you cut them down, and that would that would anger. Uh, someone, So it is, you know, Loyal is kind of distraught that, they, um, that they're that they hard to find and that they're not what they once were. So, okay. Um, now, this is where we get to the big deal. So we're right there at the way gate, and we realize that the Black Wind is actually waiting for them. So they go to open it, and they actually decide to pursue the Dark Friends through this way gate, and they can't do it. They can't do it. Yeah did you get Did you get a sense? What did you think? Like like the evil behind this wind? You know, we kind of get a little bit of it in the first book, but I think we really start to understand well, the,
0: the, in the yeah. first time. It's it's more just that it, it's it's all kind of happening really fast, and they're just kind of scared about it, and it's just kind of explained what it is, and they're just kind of running away from it, right? But this yeah. time it's it seems a little bit different because the last time it was just we didn't really know. Is it is it a they didn't really explain it, right? Is it a monster? Is it just it's just the Black Wind? Yeah. Um. This time it's like, oh no, maybe this thing is kind of it's like a creature more than just kind of like something that happens inside of the ways.
1: Mm Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and it, and it definitely seems this is where I I think you get into Robert Jordan's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Varen starts to explain a little bit, right? She says, um, yeah, no one can constrain the Black Wind to do anything, um and since nobody knows what the Shen actually is they cannot do anything to it or with it Ingtar believes that you know we've lost the horn forever the horn is lost i am lost but uh rand uh might be able to do something about it
1: yeah yes exactly and and so you know the, um i think i guess one thing i want i want to kind of highlight here is that um that this wind Is this is one of those uh, areas where you you look at like what age level uh, are these books and and what who are they written for? This is a dark moment. Like this is a dark, bad wind that talks about some real. And it just seems like it's it's mutterings and stuff were very um like sickening. You know, blood so sweet, so sweet to drink the blood. Uh, And 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 also then murmuring Rand's last name, AlThor, AlThor. Uh, And it just it a lot of times you hear really nasty stuff coming out of the Black Wind. And it seems like it's numerous voices, and so I, I, you know, we don't really know exactly, like it's it's just a mystery, you know. And it's just this evil, evil presence, right? Uh, that we that we really can't. Well, as Varen, as you said, Varin says we can't combat it. So yeah, we're we're we're. So what do we do, right? So at this point, we can kind of we, like we we're going to move to Tom and and him. You know, he was we left him kind of doing his gleaming thing, and he's right. going to end up going back uh, to his room and be kind of done with this he's stepping away from it again he didn't want to be involved with Aes Sedai he still cares about Rand and 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 the boys and stuff but they are off doing their own thing they come down here they're stopped by the black wind now we shift back over to chapter 34 where uh Tom unfortunately is still
0: wrapped up in all of this yeah so this is the chapter you know where Tom's Tom's lover is murdered, right, by a uh, Galdrian man and swears revenge, right? Mm -hmm. And then we also have the Padon Fane, the Padon Fane point of view. Yeah, you know, uh, this is just, it's, I, now more than ever, you can see why Tom has such a disdain for the Aes Sedai because of all of this, all of these, you know, just, from his history and now being wrapped up with the the boys and stuff like that again it seems like when he's wrapped up with them things are going bad right because once he was before Rand came back into his life things were starting to look good right he's got a he's got a girl he's making money everything's kind of you know back to be back to being good but now they come back around and here comes you know a lot of dark friends and stuff like that
1: yeah and actually one thing I cuz I always think as we're going through these um these episodes what I want to talk about in extended edition. And it kind of, kind of happens naturally as we go through this, but I actually really do like, like Tom is back. He's back in a big way. This is a pretty big deal. Remember we were talking earlier about like fate, free will choices, things that happen in life that drive you down a certain path. And it is just, it it really sucks because, um, I think I always say Dina, maybe it's Dana. Um, his his girl his that that he's with here that's killed uh is you know i mean the the innkeeper is sort of like can't you know can't believe that this girl would fall for tom and he's charming and he's whatever but but she loved him and he loved her and they were going to he was going to turn her into like a a female gleeman you know and he was teaching Mm -hmm. her like all this kind of stuff and you very quickly because we like tom so much we like her and we like that this is something good that's happening for him. And as you said, like he wants to stay out of all of this. This, it, it, you know, he seems like a guy who just doesn't want. Uh, he, although he's skilled in the ways of Deas Damar, de and he can play the great game, and he seems to have some going all the way back to Camelon, uh, we, we heard about sort of his role there in Camelin. We heard about that from the innkeeper there uh, at, at, at the Queen's Blessing, and then now we're seeing him trying to get away. He didn't immediately go seek out. Rand again. Rand happens to come across him and Kyrian, you right. know? And it's right. like but but again, I do think it's going to take some time, but like it does sort of seem like, well, like when the Aes Sedai show up or or maybe you take it, maybe Tom takes it all the way back to Moraine, starting all of this and getting these boys involved in this and now has stirred up something and he's roped in it and he just wants to live this simple life uh with with this um with this girl and they wanted to kind of move and do things and I mean, the great hunt of the horn is on. Uh, So many cool things are happening, but he is a boss right here. This is a
0: moment for him. He is, he is right. So he walks in, and his and yeah, Dean has been throat's been cut right, and so there's. So the thing I find interesting though is as as he's dealing with the assassins, right, is that one of them is like you know nothing personal, right? And the man explains he was sent you know by Bythonus to find out about him, right? And he talks about how you know we could fill our our pockets, right. Like it's like, hey, sorry, I just killed your girlfriend. But if you want to be rich, uh, here we go, right? And right. So Tom's like, obviously, you know, you made one real mistake in it all, and that was killing the girl. Then he kills. Then he kills him. I mean, what was what? What did you expect? Right? Like, I mean, yeah. Like, again, what is, what is what? What do you what do you expect? I mean, hey, you you killed my you killed my lover, but let's be let's be rich. Uh, no, that people don't do that.
1: Right? Yeah. This this part. Let me see here. Let me just. I got this. I got this right here. So, um. Let's see, the man tried to pull his head away from the knife in Tom's hand, and Tom pushed him harder against the wall. Uh, what Andoran lord? But he knew. The light help him, he knew. Rand of House Althor, tall, young, a blade master, or at least he wears the sword. So he's trying to get information uh, on this lord. But this is what this assassin's been sent for. Uh, I know he came to see you, him and the gear, and you talked. Tell me what you know. I might even throw in a crown or two myself. You fool. Tom breathed, and then he thinks to himself, Dana died for this? Um, oh, light, she's dead. He felt as if he wanted to cry. The boy's a shepherd, a shepherd in a fancy coat with eyes to die around him like bees around honey roses. Just a shepherd, he says. He tightened his grip on the man's hair. Wait, wait, you can make more than five crowns or even 10, a 100 or more. Every house wants to know about this Randall Thor. Two or three have approached me. With what you know and my knowings uh, and my knowing who wants to know this information, we could both fill our pockets. So it's just different morals. It's just different standards and, and stuff. And he doesn't quite understand how close he just doesn't think this through. Because, you know, as you said, why would Rand go visit you know, Tom? And if you were paying any attention right. to that, you would know that there was a relationship there and, and that they knew each other. And it was, you know, maybe this guy's not going to turn against Rand. Um, right. So, but then, as you say, yeah, you made the the one real mistake he made was that he harmed the girl, and and for right. that, he he kills him. <laughs> right. So
0: yeah, faster faster than the other guy could even could even handle too, which again yeah. shows that Tom is is a boss, and I, I I I I really start to like Tom. And you know, um, I was kind of thinking I was kind of thinking about we we either talk about Tom in extended edition or we could save the Padon Fane uh little segment here at the end for, for yeah extended we can do that. Edition. Um, And so so we can just kind of finish up with Tom here and you know one of the things is I think you know Tom's heard all these things of Rand like you know like we found the horns like what what are you talking about and now he's all these eyes to die around him and stuff and I feel like for Tom it's just going to be the moment that he sees Rand like really use the one power. Is when maybe things will change a little bit, right? Which I guess can also be kind of my my prediction uh, for next time too. Is that I I think that you know here here shortly I think Tom will will see Rand use um, the one power and that'll kind of change his his kind of because I don't he's not necessarily that he doesn't like Rand or anything like that, but it's just kind of he's in the spot where you know how did I get wrapped up into all of this, right? Yep. You know what I mean? Like how did I mean? one day I'm just going to Beltine to, you know, hey, here's a a festival that's going on. I'm going to go make some money like normal. The next thing you know you've got Aes Sedai and and um, Ogier and Trollocs and <laughs> you know what I mean, like to veer in. I mean, how, you know, how do you how do you ever think you get wrapped up in all of that stuff when when you're just going, you know, you're living your day to day life the the way you normally do? So um, I think it's cool, and I, I'm glad we finally get a little bit more kind of character development with Tom. I mean, you know, we just kind of met him, and he's been more of a character. You know, it's been Rand focused and or Matt or Parent focused, and now it's kind of Tom focused. So I, th- I thought it was yeah. really cool. It's heartbreaking his 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 girl, uh, yeah. his girl dies. But well, I think yeah. that, I think I think I think you're, you know, probably soon here, maybe we'll see Tom. We'll see Rand use the power, and it'll all kind of start to click and and make sense as to what it is we got going on here.
1: Okay, yeah, sure, sure. I I um one more thing, I guess, to kind of drive j- just a point. I don't want to forget to mention. So. Uh, Tom is deciding what to do. And I, I guess we need to stress too that, that, um, Lord barthanis and King Galdrion had a feud and this was mentioned in these chapters and this didn't really bring it up, but like, it's t- like, they feud against one another. And so all among these men that were here, there were men from both of them. And so Tom talks like he's going to go seek revenge, but they've already killed Lord barthanis is already dead. And has right. already been, you know, killed. And so then he finds out one of Galdrian's men is there, and um, Dina or Dana, uh, his his right. girl, um, I, th- I think it's Zara. the The innkeeper says she would not want you dead. She does not. W- she would. She would want you to live. And because right. he's thinking about just, I mean, he's a man who this is this. I mean, this, this, right. I, mean I, I like. I don't know. This was an innocent girl who who wanted to learn from Tom and who loved Tom. Right. And he got her wrapped up and all of that. Yeah. This, and and so know. he kind of feels like responsible. And so he wants to take these guys out and the, the, uh, by the way though, the fact that Tom thinks he could, <laughs> and, and right, Tom yeah. thinks that he, he could maybe uh, get close enough. I mean, as a gleeman in guises and disguises, whatever, you know, like he could, he's a boss. He's an absolute boss. And I love, I love Tom Maryland so much. Um, but uh, yeah, so this was definitely a big, and I think you're right. This is probably a good spot to kind of, you know, stop with him. And then we can switch over to Falma uh, and, and talk about uh, putt on Fane here in just a little, in a little bit. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Woo. Wow. I mean, let me tell you something. Let me just say, I, as, as we go along, it it is hard to hit every point. Um, It yeah. is a lot to take in and I, I just want to tell people too, you know, that like, this is something new that we, 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 gosh, so Matt and I have never done, done a first read, done a first read. Yeah. And it is, and I'm realizing that and some people read the series so fast, even though it's long, it is, it, it is a fast read. People will read through it very quickly because it has, there's, especially the first couple books, the first, you know, four or five books. A lot of energy, a lot of tense moments, and people just fly through it. And when you go at that rate and that and that, that speed, you pick up things. Like, I, I think if right. we weren't doing a podcast, you would read through this, and you would say, you know what? I don't even need to know about the I'm not going to look into um, the Shanshan quite yet. I'm going to just let this sit here. I'm sure there's going to be more on that later, and we just kind of move on. And the more it's woven back into the story, like the White Cloaks and the Shanshan and the Kyrian um, we, we get it along the way. So, you know, it's, it's just like at, when you slow down and you, and you hyper focus, uh, uh, as much as we are, even though it's not like chapter by chapter, um, we're doing batches of chapters. It's still, I think quite an undertaking. And this is all, this is also why I've always been, we, you and I have talked for years about like the show and just like, how do you pull this off? How do it you just, do it? it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's unreal. And there are so many characters that are brought up in the first three to four books that it's just like wow and we haven't even scratched the surface yet not even uh, close. <laughs> so and that is something else like it is so so right. daunting so if you're feeling overwhelmed if you're a first-time reader um just know i you know sir matt i mean openly said like that was something i wanted you to say to folks that like yeah it is Oh, yeah, this,
0: this 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 particular block for me I was like hold on a second there's a lot going on here. Right. But yeah, that's okay. I mean that, again, you know, I go back, I listen to our our blocks twice and I still feel like uh I have to defer to Sir Ezra a lot for for this. And that's okay. It's good to have somebody who's read it uh, multiple times because it is a lot and we're going we're going kind of fast, I mean. Yeah. Um Yeah. You know, for me, I would I would for me if I was just doing this without podcasting about it, I would plow through the entire series once and then probably just plow through the entire series again and be like okay now i'm getting it that's what i did with game of thrones so yes yep. um and again once the show comes out i think it'll make it a lot easier i think that's one of the reasons i was able to dive um deep into game of thrones was because there was a show and so i think when the yeah. show is here it just makes it easier because it's it's much easier to go back and watch an episode um and then yes. just be like okay hold on a second no this is what's different in the book so you just have that extra kind of yeah it does visual thing. so once that comes out and then um uh in terms of if you want more visuals uh come check out our youtube page because we're starting to begin to break stuff down and ezra is uh Ezra's starting to do some videos uh explaining uh just kind of who are these this character right murder all whatever what are they and stuff like that so it makes it a little bit easier too so
1: yeah, and, and let me give you. So I, I I love that you bring that up because some people are kind of like, oh, I just like the books, and and that and that's their thing, and that's totally fine. We are definitely a going to be a book slash show, you know, podcast because we are we're we're into that. I think it adds another layer. It's a different adaptation, and it adds another experience to which right. it does help sort of internalize some of the um, reading. Uh, and again, we don't know yet how well it's going to be pulled off or or how authentic it's going to be to the series. None of that is known yet, but. Uh, right. I think it's in good hands, but I will say, too, if you do come over to the YouTube, um, I will I will try my very best to mark stuff with spoiler. That is spoiler. Um, so right. if you're because we know that we have a lot of people who are reading through for the first time. And uh, and I definitely do try to, you know, when when Sermatt has questions, there's, there's times where I just have to say, I'm sure it's tough. Right. Yeah. We're ready to say that. yet. Yeah. N- not yet or whatever. And like and earlier you do, that.
0: you do, you do that. You do that a lot when we're just talking.
1: Well, and it's also it's also really tough too. Like you, I, we were talking about um, maidens of the spear earlier, and like right. uh, I was going to use a term that I don't think has been introduced yet, and so I was like, so "Oh man, it, yeah." Well, yeah. So just I, I cause, cause, what I call it, like I brought up the naming thing because uh, people are called different names or different groups of people are called different things by depending on what region you're in, and sometimes I latch onto one. And that's what I will call it, but it happened to be something that I learned later on in the series. So that's that's tough. So I would just say it's it's uh, if, if ever you know something slips out that is sort of um, you know uh, hinting or, or leading us one way or the other, it's not intentional, and uh, right. it's just sort of trying to answer those questions because I I do want uh, you know I like if if you are confused, and I would even like being a teacher, being an English teacher, when my kids are reading through a book or whatever, and there's a stopping point. Where they want to, we sometimes have to recap, and we have to go over what has happened, what are these different regions, what are the kingdoms, who's in power, all that kind of stuff. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that actually can help the the reading experience. Sometimes it just depends on what you want, and what you're going for. Again, if you're just shooting through to try to get through everything, get acclimated pretty quick, then just you know, yeah, that's what you want to do you'll plow, you know, right on through. But if you want to go a little more deep and 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 have a little uh, more thorough experience, then I think. The podcast is something good to listen to a lot of people tell me that when you're reading through the series some people get overwhelmed and they stop because it doesn't make sense and I'm too confused or they lost something or or or, or whatever it may be um and they they don't continue I've actually seen people on gosh there's a there's a fantasy uh youtuber out there forget his name um but who who wants to commentate on the series and wants to give uh, his thoughts and things on the series, but yet hasn't finished it and reasons being just kind of got lost and didn't have the, didn't go back and want to reread it and didn't want to fully understand it. And then so has a critique of the series that is negative, you know, says like the series is just not, you know, something that they, they, they can handle. And that's where I think a podcast and YouTube and, and a book club can be helpful just to kind of, you know, go through, these texts it's a great text and there's 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 tons of really uh cool themes and elements in robert jordan's work it's it's absolutely amazing i went off in our expanded edition just about how much i i love this series and lady heather was in there and she's like i get it (laughs) she's like i i I get it and it is epic and when we get off of here sir matt and i will talk and we're just like right dude i mean we'll we'll kind of go more just uh real informal discussion about Tom and the Aiel, and we'll we'll recap stuff and, and kind of shore it up for, you know, as we, as we move forward. But, um, yeah, it's only going to... And th- there's batches. Let me say this, too. There's batches like this where you're introduced to players in Kyrian, you're introduced to uh, Aiel and its culture, the Shanchen, and you wove in the White Cloaks. So, you know, we've decided to take on that task and not do a chapter by chapter uh, reread where you could go chapter by chapter and really slow it down. And, and you could really, God, that would take um, forever. It w- and, 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 and really our whole goal is that we're hoping that people are going to jump into this, the series, read with us, get acclimated, get into the series, really know about it. And then be able when they, you know, you, you go to the show to really get that experience of what it's like to, to see the difference. And then even those people who started watching the show and who come to the podcast later, uh, and I'm speaking to you know those individuals in the future. Uh, you know we want them to come in and sort of they're they're going to come in with a different understanding, and they're actually Sir so Matt going to have they're, they're going to be knowing more about potentially Logan and other characters. They're starting those threads way earlier, and so that's going to affect how they would read the books. You know what I mean? They're coming in with some knowledge, so it's just um, it, it's it's a interesting time to to be in Wheel of Time and to be you know studying this stuff and, and, and re-experiencing it. So um, yeah, just kind of want to mention all of that, I guess, as we, as we continue to move forward because there'll be these batches of chapters where we just stick with Rand the whole time and that's good and it's solid and it's this string of six or seven chapters where it's just really good character development. We stay with that main band and we don't really go to other countries and learn about different regions and we don't jump around quite a bit. But then there will be these batches where we do do that and those are the times where we probably have to take a little bit longer in the episode and we have to kind of slow stuff down a little bit and and explain so
0: absolutely yeah absolutely all right well hey guys stay tuned for extended edition as we'll finish up that little bit of the uh padan Fane uh there at the end but we do want to thank you guys for answering the call our next episode we will be discussing the great hunt chapters 35 through 43
1: If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a message at thehornovalier
0: at gmail.com. We will see you soon, and remember that the grave is no bar to our call.